Welcome to the Carry On Couple podcast with Ryan and Katrina. This is our podcast about our adventures and how we make life magical. We're going to tell you all about how we travel the world on a tight budget and still make it awesome. We can't say that our way will work for everybody, but we want to share our experiences with you so that you might be able to have your own travel adventures. And if you're listening, we want you to know that you and I, we're in a club now. The Carry On Club. Episode 6! The 6th. Herding Cats. Part 2. Last week on Carry On Couple Podcast. Well, we left you on the edge of your seats, biting your fingernails, trying to figure out where was Cat going with this story. You're about to find out. Take it away, Cat. So, um, uh, on our one trip, we had everyone arriving at different times. Like, there was the main group that arrived together, and some people who couldn't come right away, so they came later. And one of our friends found us fine. It was no big deal. The other one, she got like, oh man, the plane did not treat her well. So she got off and she was completely confused because we were in a language we didn't, or not language, country we didn't speak the language. She didn't know how to read the maps. And she got on the subway, the metro, and got completely lost. Easy to do. Had no Mm -hmm. idea where she was. Didn't (laughs) have proper cell service because she had to go like find Wi-Fi zones. Yeah. And that probably would have been okay, except that the rest of us were all out at the robot restaurant, and we were drunk. I am so sorry. Oh, oh, but you were drunk. So that was probably great. (laughs) And, like, she managed to get a hold of one of us, because I think somebody had data on their phone that day. It was just like, I have no idea where I am. I don't know how to get to where you are. And so we had to leave and go find her, all while we were super drunk. Oh, good times. So we had to figure (laughs) out where she was, and she didn't know how to tell us where she was. So that was a whole thing. But, uh, yeah, because she's like, um, I don't know what any of these signs say. Exactly. And um, she well, hadn't had the benefit of being able to like go on the train before, yeah. so she didn't know how it worked. Right. Turned out she was like in a completely different district. Oh, my God. And we had to go get her. It was so awful. The poor thing. It was also like super late at night. Oh, my And gosh. we were actually worried we wouldn't get there before the last train. Because <laughs> um, trains do stop running, everyone. So um, if that's yeah. going to be the issue, like you're not, not everyone's arriving together, it's making sure you have communication yeah. and that there's a foolproof way to get someone from point A to point B. Because we had given her directions that we understood, but it didn't mean anything to her. Right. So when she got there, she's like, I don't know what this means, and got totally lost. And sometimes having like a backup plan in those kind of yes. situations, like if you get lost, like something obvious, like get to here. Because we can find that, and you can find that, and this will make our lives easier. Mm -hmm. But having that kind of set up ahead of time, I think, kind of solves that issue. It really helps, yeah. yeah. And this is where the group chat also comes into effect. Yeah. Everybody got that message when she was like, what what am I doing? Yeah. Uh, Funny that you bring up a group chat. Um, We may have lost somebody when we were in Florida. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) And we we did lose somebody. Her phone may have died. Yep. Um, yep. and the hotel was maybe about 40 minutes away. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, uh, one thing to spin off of that real quick. Um, one of our friends got lost. Um, we were all drunk at Epcot and, uh, she got left in the restroom. <laughs> we were always drunk. And that's um, what happens. Monique, I apologize. Monique. <laughs> Sorry. Great. Now I have to change the name. Calling her out. Uh, it's not Moni. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, first thing that came to my head. I'm no, gonna, that's weird. It's weird. Um, 
so, so her phone dies, and we realize when we're on the tram or the bus back to our hotel that we had left her. Yep. And oh, no. we are all trying to con- call her, text her, contact her in some way. And we come to find out later that her phone died. But so we have 30 minutes left in this trip and we're all panicking. And so we get to the hotel and we say, okay, so what are we going to do? So two of us decided to go back to the park, a 40 minute ride. And then the rest of them were going to wait there at the hotel to see maybe she came back on a different bus or something. And um, 20 minutes into the ride, we got a text saying, she showed up at the hotel randomly. And we're like, great, we still have to get back. We don't know how now. <laughs> yeah, because it's not like a like a, a shuttle that stops at every place. It goes 40 minutes one way, and yes. then you take the 40 minutes back. So, yeah. in conclusion, make a plan yes. of where you're going to meet if anything were to happen, or if somebody were, someone to were to get lost. Yeah. Like when you're Pick a little somewhere. kid and your parents are like, yes. if you get lost, go here. That that still applies as adults, especially yeah. drunk adults. And charge your phones. <laughs> Take an external charger. They have so many different ways of charging yeah. your phone now. Like, just... Oh, yeah. Extra batteries. Yes. Extra. Huge yeah. deal. Yes. Yeah. Make sure everything's charged before you go and do something. And also, I think... I mean, most of the time, I feel like you pretty much do it. But if you're in somewhere, like a new place, and it's possible, and, I don't know, say the group wants to split up buddy system yes like <laughs> oh yes maybe have t- true one per like two people because the chances that both of your phones die or what if you know like you need to get help or something like having the extra person if you are in a large group it's really easy to do be like okay well th- we're gonna be a group of two or three you can do things a little more quickly and probably mm-hmm. now i'm gonna i'm gonna spin off this for a little bit oh, because because you're talking about splitting up and stuff like that not everyone in the group will want to do the same thing and a lot of times when you travel as groups, some people expect your group to stay together yeah. as one little flock of flamingos or a flamboyant of flamingos. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I will tell you this right now. Splitting up is fine. It's okay to split up. Just tell people where you're going. You don't have to spend every second together, though. Like, you just yeah. just make up plans to meet back later. Like we said, you want to stay friends with these people. And like she, like she said, have you heard of a phone? You can text people, call people. I can't tell you how many group uh, trips I've been on where people are like, I don't know what to do. You're, we're going to split up. How are we going to get back together? As they're looking at YouTube on their phone. It's like, are, <laughs> what are you thinking? I like to tell them, don't worry. We brought walkie-talkies. Yeah. <laughs> walkie-talkies, but they're all individually numbered in a seven-number digit system. So we yeah. just type those seven numbers in, then we walkie-talkie each other. That's called a phone. Yeah, use your phone. Splitting up is totally okay. But also, um, with the splitting up thing, mm-hmm. it's really, really great, I feel like, when you have people who are like, well, today, I want to go do this. Yes. And more people who are like, I don't, I want to go do this. Not everyone's going to want to do yeah. the same thing. You all can the time. all still be happy. Yeah. Some people can go there, and some other people can go to the other place. Now, if Yay. you really do have to stay together, though, the best thing for a group is just to vote. Yeah. <laughs> vote on it, make it democratic. It's, you know, not everybody's going to be happy all the time. Yeah. Trust me. If you are happy the entire time, you... I don't... You're a special kind of unicorn. Yeah. If you're the one that's happy the entire time, somebody else isn't. And it's probably because of you. Just be like, (laughs) consider it. Yeah. You're not 100% going to get to do exactly what you want in a group. And that's fine. Be willing to compromise. 
sometimes the group was going to be happy with something that you maybe wasn't your first choice. And yeah. you just have to be adult about it. And a lot of that's actually kind of knowing what type of people you're traveling with. Yeah. If, you, if, if you're traveling with people like us, you know, you got uh, nonstop. We go crazy. We don't, we're never stopping. We're mm-hmm. always going from one thing to another to another to another. Yeah, knowing their pace. Yeah, and yes. like if you think about other people who maybe are just going on vacation to relax. They would like to sit out by the pool. They would like to just sit in a hotel room or something like that. Or uh, if they go on a budget, again, like us, if they're picky, like they don't like certain foods, like how Jake loves mushrooms. Um, Jake, like he said, he does not <laughs> love mushrooms. mushrooms. He hates mushrooms. Please. <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, knowing what kind of travel you're with is actually going to help out a lot. And yeah. some of those things you can talk about beforehand, like budget, for instance, like you should know. Is everyone looking to stay in a luxury hotel, or is everyone poor? Probably poor. Yeah, let's be real. We're all <laughs> well, maybe. Well, that's why you're listening to this, right? <laughs> well, maybe you should ask you know, them ahead of time. Yeah. You know, these and... are things you should probably figure out because it's going to make your life easier. Yeah, it seems like basic. Of course, you would know yeah. that, but I suppose Ho- sometimes people don't think about asking. Good to check. Yeah. Hopefully, they would respond to you yeah. when you ask them something. Like that. <laughs> Accurate. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> texting back. Yeah. So Jake, I have to ask you this. Um, when you're getting ready to go somewhere and you say, hey, we got to be, we got to be leaving by nine o'clock. What time are you probably leaving? Nine o'clock. Did you? But what happened with the group? (laughs) So. (laughs) We we all have those friends. We had a large. We sure do. Yes, we do. We had a large group and um, the plan was to get out of the hotel by nine o'clock, go grab breakfast, get on the tram. Get to the parks by 10, because that's what time the park opened. And uh, here we are, and it's 9.30, and we're still sitting in our hotel room, because people had just woken up. Yep. Uh, that's kind of why our episode's titled Herding Cats, because if you've never heard of that term, trying to get cats to do one thing is pretty much impossible. I mean, you've probably had that too, where it's yeah. trying to get people to go do something. Yeah. Even with just, like, one even, other person. I was like, even if you already have, like, like Jake was saying, you already have a plan. Like, this is where we're going. Getting people out the door can be impossible. Adults. Getting adults out the door. Getting adults out the door, (laughs) yeah. Because if it was kids, I'd be like, there's ice cream, and we're out. (laughs) I mean, that works for me. I was going to say, that works for you. But, (laughs) select adults, yes. Select adults, but not all of them. (laughs) Yeah, um, a a lot of it is just, you know, you say, okay, guys, we're walking out the door, and then somebody starts a new conversation, everybody decides to sit down and talk about it. Like, right. We can talk about this on the road. Yeah. It's so hard to get people to move. So just be prepared um, for that if you're yeah. planning a group trip. And some, again, with, like, knowing who you're traveling with. If you're traveling with someone you know they take two hours to get ready, don't tell them you want to leave at 9. Tell them you want to leave at 7. We did that. We did that with somebody actually. I'm not, it's um, not me. Sharkeisha. It just works. Sharkeisha is what we're calling her now. <laughs> with Sharkeisha up in Mammoth, we wanted to be on the mountain. Like what? At like it was something like ten. So we told her, "Hey, we're gonna be up there at eight thirty. And I got in trouble for that because I was trying to get everybody out of the out of the condo at the same time. And God forbid we all left at different times because uh, yeah, we would, splitting up we wouldn't is okay. be able to find each other apparently. Yeah. So. Yeah. If you'd only brought walkie talkies. Yeah. Yeah. It actually probably would have been wise to bring walkie talkies up there because there wasn't reception everywhere. There wasn't enough alcohol for that, <laughs> for that first trip. Yeah. Oh man, that's good stuff. That's funny. Um, I almost forgot about that trip. Thank you for bringing that up. 
You yeah. almost forgot about that trip? I forgot about talking about it right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Man. So with the getting people out the door thing, it also is rude because then one person has to be that person who keeps everyone on schedule. Yeah. And that's not fun to do. You're um, kind of the bad guy sometimes. Yeah, and yeah. you sort of have to be or else people won't take you seriously. But uh, anyway, I think it's also a good idea in a big group like that to have recreation time sort of built in. Like... Maybe there's a day in between events where, like, we don't have anything planned this day. Like, it's a free day. Do what you want. Drinking. I'm not going to... Drinking is great. Bonding. People like you better when they're drunk. Absolutely. (laughs) You Uh, get all kinds of weird stuff. Or they like you worse when they're drunk. Do we have that Mm. issue? Uh, Probably. Everyone loves me when I'm drunk. I'm so nice. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you're just you don't not let anybody likeable. leave. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just not likable. Yeah, nobody that's, wants. That. That's a different <laughs> podcast, Ryan. Sorry. It is. Um, but yeah, actually, planning downtime—that was something I was actually going to bring up, but you did it for me. That's excellent. You're welcome. Um, yeah, planning <laughs> well, a downtime day is a good idea to calm the the masses. It's also nice if like you're yeah. somewhere for a very long time, you get a chance to like do your laundry or like, yes. repack your suitcase because I guarantee it's a mess by the middle of the trip. Oh yeah. We'll talk about yeah. how to pack up suitcases in a future <laughs> episode, I'll tell you that. I want you guys to maybe give me an example of a time that you successfully planned a, a, a group trip. Either one of you. Okay, I'll go I'll go first. Um real quick, I just want to say one of the most satisfying feelings in the world is planning a trip, having going through all these emotions of trying to get everybody together, getting everybody to pay, all this, everything that we've talked about so far. And I think for me, one of the best feelings was showing up at the airport yeah. and having everybody there finally together. It all came together at the end. You know, everybody it's showed up like at the right time. It's off of your shoulders. Absolutely. Like, you get to breathe. Finally, you're like, okay. Right. And then you're all just waiting there in the airport together or you all get in the cars together and you're off to drive to wherever you're going. Once you get to that point, it just seems like every all the problems that you had before just yeah. kind of go out the window. And that was probably one. It's the best part about planning a big group trip. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's satisfying in every yeah. possible yeah. way. Yeah, it's exhilarating. So is that just in general for your group trips that you planned, or do you have like a specific one that you can kind of think of that you did that was like, wow, that was really good? Probably Disney World. I yeah. mean, I think. <clears throat> Again, that was once, a huge trip. How yeah, many people did we have? 14, but you guys came after the fact. We, yeah, we had And we left early, like too. Two days because in, splitting up is okay. Yeah, yes. we came after and we left early. <laughs> yeah, Ryan and Katrina are crazy enough to where, you know, we were there for a week. Uh, 12 of us were there for a week straight. Yeah. And they decided to come for Whatever. three days. I think four. Four. Four days. Was it four? Yeah. They yeah. got their own hotel room. They showed up and met us at... One of the parks, I don't even know. We ended up getting our room like right next to theirs yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so what? What made that successful though? Like, what did you do differently maybe than other ones that w- that was successful? I know we're thinking back a couple years now. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. yeah. I mean, again, the whole money thing of planning it, um, you know, getting people to pay in increments and. Yeah, I had um, never thought about doing that. Yeah, and when and it we works. went on that trip with you, I was like, "This is the best idea ever." Yeah. yeah. And then getting everybody on the same flight to Florida, that was pretty yeah. um, pretty good. Because, again, everybody got there at the same time, so nobody could really get, like, lost. Because yeah. then we had to get to Florida, and we had to get on the Magical Express. And for people to get there, if they don't know exactly where they're going, you could be on the A side of the airport, and there's a B right. side of the airport. It just, it's a big old mess. So Airports get tricky. Yes. And then, so, having everybody together, keeping the cats together... <laughs> um, it was actually, it was really successful in that, 
um, in that way where we kept everyone together and we moved together as like a group and then got to the hotel and then it was done after that. And then everybody was kind of, it was a free for all. Everybody yeah. could do whatever they wanted to do. We chose to stay together most of the time. But yeah. Is there anything you would have done differently with that, with that trip as far as planning? Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, uh, it, it's a lot of work. Like yeah. it's a lot of work and you have to be, okay with the fact that you're going to be paying money for a lot of people up front and there are going to be people that do ignore you and there's going to be a lot of frustrations behind it but again as long as you're okay with the end result then you can kind of get over all the beginning parts of it cool cat you got anything on that one no for best part yeah if you had a trip that you've successfully planned yeah i mean Honestly, as much as I'm going on about them, I think they've all been successful because they were all incredibly fun. Yeah. Because once you get past, like, all the planning and all that and you're there in a different country or at, like, Walt Disney World, somewhere fun, you're just there with your friends and you get to experience that together. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of nice to do things alone sometimes. I understand that's, like, finding yourself. Yeah. But with friends, it's... You have that forever, like... That memory with them. Yeah, it really makes a deeper connection with people. Yeah, and you get to be, it's you against the world kind of mentality because everything that's new to you is new to them as well. Well, if you're going to a new place anyway. Right. But it's it's so much fun. And then you get to make stupid jokes about stuff and take pictures and yep. marvel at how cool places are. Yeah. Which is ultimately why I keep doing group trips because it's just so much fun. Yeah. And because you're good at planning them probably. Right. Well, you know, you learn after the first couple. You learn what works and what doesn't. Yeah. But I will say again, having that second person to plan with is like a godsend. Yeah. So make a friend, everybody. Make, yeah. Make, make a, a friend, friend who is can... also good at planning. Yes. Yeah. Make um, a friend that'll be there for you. So, um, <clears throat> kind of the <laughs> thanks. <laughs> kind of the uh, the opposite spectrum of that. Have you guys ever either been or uh, ever tried to plan a group trip or were invited on a group trip and it failed? It just never happened. I mean, all the time. People... And that's another weird thing, is finding out who's actually serious about Mm -hmm. traveling. Yes. Because everyone wants to travel until you actually, like, start doing it. Until it comes to the money part. Yeah. Yeah. Money is usually where they get hung up or, like, getting time off work. It's a lot of people think they can't travel for whatever reason. And it's not so... I mean, I can't speak for every situation, but for most people, it's about prioritizing it. Mm Because they're like... That is my model yeah you have to decide like this is important to me and i'm gonna make it a priority because it costs money it does and it takes time and you have to do a lot of planning for it to work but anyway so i mean like a lot of people start like we should do this and then you're like yeah that sounds great let's do it and then you start planning it and then it gets to the part where you're like okay so when are we doing this and then the excuses start rolling in that is my absolute well (laughs) my absolute biggest pet peeve like a while ago when Cursed Child came out in London. The Harry tickets Potter were, show. Yeah, yeah. Take, sorry. Yes, Harry Potter obviously. Tickets were going on sale and I posted on Facebook. I'm like, I'm going. I'm booking tickets to London. This is happening. And I had probably a good like 10 people respond like, oh my gosh, yes, take me with you. And I was like, I can totally plan a trip to London with 10 people. This would be so cheap where we can find a place to stay. We can do this. I started planning it because that's me and I'm crazy. And I just assumed these people were serious. Like, don't tell me you want to go somewhere with me if you don't mean it. And, <laughs> and then I was like, okay, before I get way too into this, let's message some people. Mm-hmm. Make sure. And by the end of it, I think I had like 
one to two people who legitimately I thought would actually go. And I was like, ugh. I think one of them was me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I was so, so sad. I was like, man, people can't do this to me. I got so excited. (laughs) Uh, Jake, I think you've had at least one trip that you were invited to go to. And then... And then people actually, the people that were planning it couldn't go to. Do you remember that? Why, yes, Ryan. Thank you for bringing that, that sore subject up. Oh, yeah. Those people are the worst. So there was uh, this couple named uh, Ryan and Katrina. Wait, uh, us? No, no, no. What? No. Those are fictitious names. Fictitious names, okay. obviously. Yes. Uh, they actually run a podcast. I don't know if you guys know. Um, it's a good podcast. Comes out every Monday. Listen. How about crying and Retrina? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like that. Okay, okay. With that. I'm not going to repeat it because I can't say it. Um, yeah, so uh, I got invited to go to a mammoth trip. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was saying, absolutely, I'll go. Hey, Ryan, when's this going to happen? Silence. Hey, Ryan, do you, are we going to go to mammoth? You ghosted. I don't think I ghosted. You, you did, though. Did I? There was one time he I texted the you. Worst people. And I was, and I'm like, okay, um, well, He's let me text him again. And so then he finally responded and he said, and I don't remember exactly what you said. I feel like there was an excuse, though. There was. Oh, it was. It was, it was something. Uh, it, it was, was a family. It was a family related. Yeah, thing, so it was yeah. serious, but it was like, hey, I invited you to go somewhere, but we're not going to be able to go anymore. But I was already planning on going, and I think you invited like Mitch and all them, right? Yeah, yeah. I invited. I invited a bunch of friends and stuff like that, and we actually had started the planning portion of yes. it. We like, already like, started looking into. Yeah, we were looking into things. And... And, it kind of turned into, uh, yes, even people like us who do trips all the time... Have to cancel. Have to cancel. But here's what we did, though. We started planning the trip and then said, hey, Jake, we started planning this trip. Here's all the information that we had. Why don't you go? Oh, God. <laughs> I, did I even go? I think you guys you went. Who did I go with? Uh, I think you went with the NorCal Star people. The NorCal Stars, that's right. Yeah. Um, no, I definitely remember. I mean, it is true. There are times that you're going to have to cancel. I mean, there are things that come up and, you know. And I think, like, if you if you have to and it's a legitimate reason, just communicate with whoever you're going with. I think that's the important message here because... Ryan agrees. Your friends are not going to be mad if it's, <laughs> like, you tell them what's going on. But if we had just, like, totally been like, oh, yeah, and never brought it up again, um... I would be mad at me, and I'm sure everyone else would have been mad too, because nobody likes to be treated like that. So just think about it, like, how do you want to be treated, communicate with people, let them know, and try your best. Yeah. Kind of moving on from here, um, we, we kind of skipped over something as far as, like, planning trips and stuff like that. Um, when you think about going to, maybe, like, if you do, like, an Airbnb with 10 people, that place is not going to be clean. Because okay. you just multiplied your mess by yeah. 10 or 12 and, or and however many people. And not saying that we do this. Because we would never, ever, ever tell people that we had, you know, four people staying and actually have 12. <laughs> Nobody does that. It's, but... not, it's not the cheaper option. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so when you have like stuff like that where you know you're going to have a lot of people there or something like that. You need to actually assign people maybe to go on snack runs if you have a car um, maybe assign like a rotating chores list if you're staying for a couple days. Um, uh, like somebody who's going to be the quote unquote map, like know where you're going for everything. 
Um, and maybe if, it's just ways to help bring, like, take some of the stress out of it. Because if you're looking around because, yeah, you have ten people in a place and it's messy and you're like, well, I'm one of ten people. I'm not going to clean this place. Then you're stressed out because it's messy. Yeah. And mad because you don't want to clean it. But if you're me, you're probably going to clean it anyway and then still be mad. Yeah. That's why you got to give accountability to certain people just to kind of give thanks. It, it's okay to do. That's another tough thing. Kind of like collecting money, I think, where it's yeah. like you got to be the adult about it. Um, but, uh, uh, oh, you know what? Actually, some things that we, other things that we kind of forgot about is uh, when you're going out and having meals with people, if you're like mm-hmm. Katrina and I, we budget our food like crazy where we actually go out and buy food and make it ourselves. A lot of times when you go out of the group, you're going to be spending more money because you'll go out to eat yeah. rather than make your own Unless, food. And sometimes with group trips, though, it's good to pick maybe, like you said, if you're having a day that's just kind of a chill, have fun day, like, okay, maybe small groups will go out to eat. Or maybe you're like, okay, since we're going to be hanging out at the the cabin or wherever, like, we're doing pasta tonight, pick something make a giant meal again it's going to be a great bonding experience you can hang out drink eat laugh at stupid stuff play games in the dark whatever (laughs) very specific uh, examples there it's an inside joke (laughs) okay Um, cat understands got it okay okay we're not inside this joke no you're not i was wondering i can't remember the name visits. i can't the remember balcony the visits when yeah mammoth. yeah the uh, balcony we're, visits. we're talking about games later but we should talk about that one as <laughs> a really fun one. game to play but yeah yeah well um i you know there's actually no more on our actual notes that oh, wait, we have wait. we've kind of done but that's what i <laughs> we, we're gonna kind of free talk now i know it sounded like we were free talking this whole time but we were actually going over some pretty detailed notes about stuff it's pretty neat um uh, wow um Ooh, tell it was neat by the way it is <laughs> just because the way it is but um but yeah is there anything else that you guys want to add for like group traveling and stuff that we haven't talked about trina looks like she does yeah 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 okay well well first off i'm gonna say cat i don't actually remember the name of the game sardines so, in a can that's it sardines in a can so yeah we went um i went on a group for story time cat. sounds like hurting cats and it was <laughs> it was um it was a big group trip up in the mountains and we had a huge cabin and it was so much fun mm-hmm. and it actually turned out really well even though we did have some people who ended up not being able to come and stuff oh, that was insane it was it got really crazy I didn't even in think the beginning about that when we were talking about planning group travel yeah. yeah we had a lot of a lot of things we already talked about happened yeah and made we it had really like 15 crazy. girls yeah, yeah all up in one cabin uh and i mean the cabin definitely was suited for 15 they said you were allowed to have 15 people definitely <laughs> and um <laughs> Was that sarcasm? No. What's oh. sarcasm? What? Okay. So genuine. Um, but we genuine. we decided on one of the nights when we were kind of staying in and hanging out, we decided to play sardines in a can, which is like reverse hide and seek. Yes. So essentially you have one person hiding. And we actually had two people. We had the person yeah. who was hiding and the person who helped them because we it was so dark in there. It was pitch black yeah, and you we didn't know the see. house very well. And there were stairs. Yeah, so. we, didn't want, we didn't want anyone to die. So. so we had one person sort of looking out for danger yeah. areas. <laughs> but anyway, um, it was a good way to like, because a lot of the girls who came, they were all friends of mine because it was a birthday trip, but they didn't all know each other. Yes. So it was a great way to like get everyone to cooperate yeah. and play a game. It was kind of like, reminded me almost of um, like something you do at summer camp where like you, <laughs> you don't know everyone, but now you're living together and you should be friends. 
So it was, <laughs> like, it was a great way to um, start that bonding experience because if you have to search around for people in a dark cabin in the woods, uh, you're going to become friends with those people. Yeah, we all had matching bruises on our shins yes. from running into the coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so, you know. <laughs> but I do that in my own house, so. Yeah, and you yeah. bonded with the other person living in it, right? That's yeah, true. Wife, That's true so. pretty well. Yeah. My wife. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what? So it was really fun, because, like, then once you find the person who was hiding, you all had to hide together, so it's yes. like everyone ended up... At first, it was hard to find them, but then all of a sudden, there's, like, a bunch there's of people like crouched in the corner. Spot. You're like, yeah. gee, I wonder where they are. My <laughs> favorite was when we had about seven of us in the bathtub. <laughs> Try to fit seven people in a bathtub. You my, can. My question is, were you standing? Some people were. Some people were Some people. Interesting. <laughs> Try and, try and envision that real quick. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, but they're Take all the in the dark, and they're and all they're fully all, grown yeah. men. Yeah. <laughs> and who are probably a little toasted at this point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> a little toasted. <laughs> but I think that's an excellent way. Like, sometimes when you're traveling, it's not just when you're out seeing the sights and doing stuff where you get to make those really good friendships and learn about people and really... I don't know, just kind of make those silly stories that you're going to remember. It could be something when you're in the hotel room and you're just hanging out. Make an effort to, like... Like, yeah, like, yeah. If, you're, if you're on a trip with people, you know, it doesn't have to be anything super forced, but well, hang out with each like other. And yeah, it can be super informal, it can be free, it can be whatever, and you're going to be able to really have a good time and forget about all the stressful bits. I'm going to insert a random thought here. Okay. This has to do with group traveling yes. as well, so it still fits in. <laughs> um, but this is uh, group road trips. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay, we're going to talk about uh, cars real quick. Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. Okay. Sweet. If you I are the driver, it. okay, yeah. you are in charge of driving, obviously. Yes. If you are the passenger sitting right next to the driver, you do not fall asleep. Oh, okay, you I've stay, been doing it wrong. You stay awake the entire time. <laughs> no, and if you're in the back seat... You do whatever the hell you want back there. Except if, for distract the driver. Exactly. <laughs> if you want to go to sleep, go to sleep. If you want to eat chips, eat chips. If you want to drink, don't drink because it's illegal. <laughs> okay? But what I'm saying is... So there's a few boundaries. If you call, if you call shoddy, if you call shotgun in a car, you're not going to sleep on a group trip. You have to stay awake. But that seat lays back so comfortably it and everything, Jay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There are rules yeah. on group trips. Yeah. You have to be there oh, for the driver. Oh, this is only with groups. This isn't for couples. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> if there are more than two people in the car, you are now a group. Yeah, exactly. So if you need Dang. to sleep, you get in the back. I'm you cool, You do not guys. sit in the front. So right. what happens when we have, uh, have like, brain or, you that's know, any a, of them? That's a child. That doesn't count. Oh, ch children don't count now. Now, that could be a whole different discussion from a job that we used to work at. Um, because one of our trips that we took one time, um, one time or another, um, we had a group, uh, a car filled with five people, and um, one of our friends called Shotgun and slept the entire five-hour drive. That was the mammoth trip off. Yes. I'm looking oh, at you, Brian. Man. Five hours. Brian. And didn't wake up. We stopped for breakfast, still didn't wake up. What? Oh God. I always wake up That's for That's right. Yes. That's in the right. And slept. I remember that. You do not... Just just be considerate of other people. Yeah. There, if there are people that are willing to stay awake, I get you get car sick, go to sleep. You're asleep anyways. 
Okay, take a drum of me and go to Just sleep. Just don't sit in the front where exactly. sit the, in the driver back. can have a conversation. Sit in the back on the window side, go to sleep, you'll be fine. Promise. Yeah. I would say well, when I've done road trips, we always rotate driver. So, like... I guess we, yeah. we didn't. Um, just on our trip, though. Uh, yeah, we didn't do on our trip, but yeah, but it, it was it was only a five hour up and a five. Hour, so it wasn't okay. like we were doing like a full road trip across the country or anything we like that. We went to the Grand Canyon and we like had seven hours. Certain amount of, it was actually a lot more for some oh. reason. I don't know. Well, I guess there and back. Anyway, we split up the time, <laughs> and it was a lot less stressful for the driver because it's just hard ride. to sit there for seven hours and drive. Yeah. I'm not a good passenger. Because I freak out about everything. I'm I'm good about being the driver. I same. Same. Okay, so also though, I I don't think of myself as a bad passenger, but if you've ever been in a car with someone who's a nervous driver, oh, yeah. that's pretty difficult. yes. White knuckle in it, like kinda sometimes drift in and ten, you're just like two. Oh my gosh. So this one friend on our trip to the Grand Canyon, she is a nervous driver. Which is fine, but she insisted on taking her time to drive, and we're like, okay, that sounds great. 60 miles an hour? I mean, she was like, obeyed all the rules, but you just get really nervous when you know that the driver's super nervous. That energy kind of, like, seeps into you. Yes. You're like, they're nervous, something's gonna happen. her shift ended up coming, like, when it was dark, and we're like, oh, why don't you drive in the morning? Like, that's a lot less nerve-wracking. She's like, no, 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 I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. And we were all kind of just like... Please don't. Okay. <laughs> we don't want to tell you you can't drive, but but also. Hmm. Yeah. But I do think it's it's best to rotate positions yeah. in most cases. Yeah. Because then not one person has to do all the work. Yeah. Smart. I never thought about that. Yeah, this is a good little preview yeah. for a for a um, we're gonna be doing a road trip episode with my mom at some point. But I like this because we don't really talk about where well, I don't think we were planning on talking about group road tripping. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because we did a caravan when we went up to Mammoth. Yes, we did. Yeah. Three cars. Three cars. Yeah. Three cars. All yeah. packed, filled with snow stuff, and yeah, I don't think any of us had a snowboard rack, so everything was in cars. Yep. <laughs> that was fun. That was a good time. Sounds Same special. three drivers the whole there and back. Yeah, I wanted to do that though. I, I like being the driver. Yeah. It's, yeah, and sometimes you have the friend who prefers yeah, to drive. Which I do. Is I'm that person case. too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we wanted to drive together, but we couldn't figure out who was right. going to drive, so we both took a car. <laughs> Uh, I ended uh, up with a goodness. fun car, but, you know. I had, um... I remember. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. uh, yeah, I'm going to cut you guys the off The names there. are unimportant. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about some of you guys' favorite group, group trips, but I wanted to mention one of my favorite group trips that I've ever done. So I always assume group trips aren't actually going to happen. Mm. Um, I, I feel like it's like a self-preservation technique. <laughs> <laughs> like I assume it's not gonna happen, and I if I it care does, I'm like oh, you have so low excited. Yeah, I have super yeah, low okay. expectations. Like if you tell me yes, I want to go, I just assume you're lying to me. Until you Sorry, paid friends. for the ticket. <laughs> like yeah, and even then, now I've learned that that doesn't always mean yeah. you're coming. When it came time to do my bachelorette party, and I knew I wanted to go somewhere and take a big trip, I was like, all right, but nobody's gonna really come. So, and I was, like, so sure it wasn't going to happen. And then I ended up being able to get everyone a really, really sweet deal on a flight. And I ended up having eight of my friends come. And I honestly didn't believe it was happening until I was at the airport. Like you were saying, we were all sitting in the airport. And all of a sudden, I got really excited. And I was, like, so happy. And I was, like, oh, my God, guys, we're really going. And I freaked out. And they were, like, 
what do you mean? And I was like, I did not think this was actually going to happen, mm. which is like horrible. But the point of no return. It was, I was like, like yes. we're getting on the plane right now. But it felt so good. And right? it felt so good. And I was so excited. And the whole time we were there, um, I couldn't have cared less really about what we did because I was just so excited yeah. to be there with them. So it was just fun. I like really would have been like, okay, if anyone suggested things that I normally would have been like, nope. I was like, Yep. Okay. Sure. You want to do? Yeah. Let's do that. Why not? <laughs> um, but yeah. So that was like the most fun trip ever. And I feel like um, went to New Orleans, which is just an awesome place for a group trip in general. Um, I want to go back really bad. P.S. Guys, we're going to New Orleans probably in October. So. Yeah. Come hey, I'll go. Yeah. Are you serious? No. <laughs> <laughs> what a butthead. That the sounds worst. like a lot of fun. Although I'm going to the UK in the end. Of oh, that's July. right. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Maybe like we'll bump into apart. you. Who knows? Probably not. That's months apart, Jake. <laughs> but um, months but you know, actually, uh, you guys talked about your favorites. <laughs> One of my favorites was actually when we went to uh, when we went to Florida for oh. Disney World and stuff. But oh. I mean, yeah, there was a lot of things that happened with that. But because we only knew we we knew we were only going to be there for four days, there was a lot of times where I think you guys didn't even notice that we split up from you guys to do like six other things while you guys were trying to figure out what to do. True. <laughs> We did and that. then we would come back like for example you guys were waiting for everybody to join in for space mountain the restroom maybe too no well just for space mountain oh. you were it trying was, to get in line for space you were trying mountain. to get in line for space mountain but you were standing outside of space mountain Not so what we did <laughs> what we did while you were waiting for everybody to come in we went on the people mover yeah i'll tell you that's like something like a 10 15 minute ride yep. or something like that it's it's a long and we got off the ride Oh. And then that was when the last people showed up. We're like, all right, let's get in line. Oh, and before that, we got water from a restaurant. Oh, yeah. And I think we did something else. And we just kept checking. I'm like, nope, they haven't moved yet. Want to yeah. do this? <laughs> yep. We did like four or five different things. And so, like, that's a, that, I think that's why I had a lot of fun is because we split up from you guys so much, but still were with you guys also. I think also for that trip in particular, we... Um, Tried not to, like, step on any toes, but at that point, everyone was having a really hard time agreeing on things like, oh, which fast passes should we get? Or whatever. So I think you, Jake, Ryan, and I basically were like, everyone, book this one now. Yep. And we just made it an executive we decision. In, we were in line we did for it. a ride. Yeah. And Expedition we, Everest. Yes, yep. and we were booking fast passes while we were in line. Yep. And we were taking people's phones to... Yeah. To get their passes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I see, think, I think that's why that trip uh, was so fun for me, though, because it ended, up, point, we it ended like, up working out done. really well. <laughs> and we still ended up having a lot of fun in Epcot, even though we lost our friend Monique. And mm-hmm. um, I remembered the name. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who's Monique? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, I think I think that was my favorite out of, out of those ones. But yeah, so basically, I just wanted to leave on a positive note of stressful events yes uh and the pre-gaming and trying to figure out what you're gonna do for the trip it's all of the lead-up can be very very stressful and make you question your life choices yeah it's really it's torturous but for all the shared experiences and all the bonding you get afterwards it really is it really is worth all of yeah the reward is worth the payout you know one of the real quick one of my favorite parts of the florida trip it wasn't, we weren't even in Florida. We were in uh, LAX still, mm-hmm. and we were at the airport, and we were delayed for two hours. Our flight got delayed. Yeah. <laughs> but we were all there, 
And some of us were hungry, so some of us went and got food. We all sat just in this little area, and some of us were sitting on the floor, some of us were sitting on the chairs, and we were all playing Uno with each other. Mm. No, just yeah. waiting. Just See, that's, what I that's mean. cool. Waiting for a flight. Like, stupid stuff that you, like, kind of forget about, but stuff you did when you were kids, and, like, just little things, like that playing a card game, or doing, like, I don't know, like, weird little charades, or Never Have I Ever, or stuff like that. Like, you, it sounds kind of silly, and... Maybe you don't think about it really as a vacation, like, highlight, but those are typically the things I remember the most from group trips. It's, like, the weird little stuff where you're, like, yep. yeah, like, we were sitting, we were stuck in the airport and we played Uno. Like, yeah. And I had so much more fun than sometimes some of the other things that you, like, also had a good time doing, but it's not where you really made those connections. It's just funny that that stands out. Yeah. It's something like that that stands out to you more than the fact that you flew to Florida and right. went to Disney World for seven days and then, you know, everything that happened in between that. That yeah. something so small can just stick in your mind and be in, kind of important for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I work in a middle school and it reminds me of an inspirational poster that's on one of the walls in one of the classrooms. People may forget what you said. They may even forget what you did. But they won't forget how you made them feel. Oh. <laughs> Boom! That's how we end it. I think I think that's gonna be it. So, <laughs> folks, thanks for listening to this episode. Um, we certainly had a lot of fun. I think this is going to be a two-parter because we are very far into this. Um, we'll split this up, and um, I guess we're talking at the end of the second part. So, thanks for listening to both parts. Um, but be sure to listen to us uh, on Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, CastBox, Google Play. I think iHeartRadio at this point. Uh, you don't have to listen to us on all of those. Just one of them totally suffices. That's perfectly fine. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, all of it's Carry On Couple Podcast. Uh, for Twitter, it's a little different. It's Carry On Couple PC. Stands for podcast. Um... And, uh, again, if you don't want to put yourself out there in the public, you can always, uh, send us a message at carryoncouplepodcast at gmail.com. Anything else? Last minute things? Stay Herding. golden, pony boy. Stay golden, <laughs> pony boy. Hurting cats. Hurting cats. Not hurting. Oh. Hurting. Do an accent. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Oh, just Hello, mate. <laughs> Hello, cheerio. You talk like you're from London. <laughs> We've been to London. Oh my god. But we just call it a fence taken. A fence taken. But a fence taken. Yes. How do we right. do a Canadian like, accent? Um. <laughs>